Hey there, uh, welcome to the after the song segment that's becoming a little more common lately. <clears throat> I'm just walking, trying to walk my stress away, walk the stress away, walk the stress away. <laughs> There's this walk that I love, it's just because it's where my Airbnb happens to be, but from Naka Itabashi Station, you can walk along this ravine that I've mentioned all the way to Oji Station. I think the city is called Kita. So from Itabashi to Kita, these are all just like little cities within Tokyo. And then there's this cool park near Oji Station. But today there's this tower that I always see in the distance from like the Ikebukuro area. And I tried to walk to it once and I couldn't, I didn't make it. I just like lost track of it and lost sight of it. And just like I always say here, it's like, it's not a grid. It's confusing. And I saw that thing and it's like already dark out and it's late, but I'm like, fuck it, man. What am I going to do? Just go back to my goddamn hostel and just be stressed and feel fucked up. And it didn't look that far, but... Towers are always way further than they seem. Like one time I walked from my friend Mike's old place in North York in Toronto all the way to the CN Tower and it was so cold. It was like minus 20 and uh, crazy long walk. It took like three hours, but it's just because I saw it and I'm like, oh, it doesn't look that far. Let's just start walking. And it was so fucking far. Similar thing here. I'm like, oh, this doesn't look that far. But last time I saw the thing, I was not much closer. But now I've gotten too close that I've lost sight of it again. I can't see it over the buildings around here, even though they're only two-story buildings. I lost sight of the, uh, of the tower, but I'm going next to this train line. So I think the train line will keep me on course, you know? Like I just keep... Well, I'm trying to cycle back to the train line, but like I just hit a dead end. Uh, here's another weird little alley. Let's go down here. See if I can get back to the train. It's so confusing here. I mean, it's really cool, but it's weird. This is probably another dead end. Yeah, it's just where people live. I shouldn't be here. It's so cool, but so confusing. Anyway, I just thought I'd see if I can get to this tower. I don't know what it is. It's not going to matter to get there. I just keep seeing it, and I'm like, I just want to try to get there. I want to know what that place is. So I thought I'd try again today. So I'm on this walk, on this journey, and I'm all stressed out. And I forced myself to breathe, you know, like, it's one of these kind of hippy-dippy things. I shouldn't say it like that, it's so dismissive, but just one of these things, you know, you hear people talk about on YouTube and stuff, yoga people and stuff talk about breathing and how we never, people don't. Like, it seems weird because we're breathing all day, but we're not breathing deeply. We're not breathing enough. We're not breathing in a mindful way, which seems so weird, but it's fucking true. Like, I just basically just did the 10 count. Like, let's just breathe in as deeply as I can and then breathe out as deeply as I can 10 times. And... When you do that, that's when you realize how you really haven't been breathing. You've just been breathing shallowly, especially when you're nervous, especially when you're stressed. 
I just haven't been breathing enough. I made it back to the train. Where is that tower? Come on. Now I'm at like an overpass. I gotta be able to see it, but I can't see it. Like it just slipped away. I must have just like this this train line must have curved while I was behind the buildings. And where I think that, you know, in my mind, I've been walking in a straight line, but I obviously haven't been because where I think that tower is supposed to be, it's not there. It's so weird. This tower is my white whale, man. I'm never going to get there. But hey, whatever. It's not the point. Just walking is the point. Seeing a new neighborhood, seeing new shit. But yeah, just doing those 10 deliberate, slow, deep breaths. That's when I realized like how... I haven't been doing that because I feel so much better. Just that something that simple can take away so much of the burden of the stress. And I'm just thinking like what I got to do when I get home, I got to make myself do just basic exercise stuff. Like I always have trouble exercising my upper body because I've got scoliosis and my shoulders all fucked up and I got to be really careful with it. But if I just do like planks, you know, do a plank on the left, hold it for 10 breaths, I can usually make it to about 13 or 14 and then my core gives out. But do it on the left, do it on the right, do a straight plank, even just that, just that small amount of exercise is enough to really make me feel better. And if I could do it, oh, I wish, I wish I had more self-control. If I could go home and not look at porn and not jerk off, you know, I would get uh, like a, a testosterone boost tomorrow. I would feel better tomorrow. And if I could make it two days, I would feel much better. And I would just feel a lot more confident and a lot less nervous. But man, that's just asking too much of myself. Like I was saying before, it's like I just have failed so many times that I just like, again, it's like just being an alcoholic or something. When I've got the internet and I've got a laptop, uh, it's just not realistic to ask that of myself. But maybe, you know, I'm going to try. We'll see if I can pull it off. Because, <sighs> I mean, when would be a better time than now? I really don't want to feel anxious. I don't want to feel nervous. I don't want to feel stressed. And it would really help. I'm such a compulsive porn masturbator guy that, like, that's my usual way of feeling, just like a little bit washed out, a little bit like, whew, a little bit of energy gone. So the difference, when I stop touching my dumb dick, it's like palpable. It really makes a difference. But I've just, I've, I've failed too many times to have any kind of boastfulness about it. Like, oh, I could do that. So maybe I can't. Just laying in fucking my little hostel just laying there being stressed and unhappy. Porn will make me feel worse tomorrow, but it'll make me feel better today. And just like any junkie, man, that's all it takes, right? That's all the fucking... Because, I mean, it's the same, you know, they've done studies and stuff. It's the same part of your brain that, like, crack cocaine affects, you know? And I'm sure it's not as bad. But... 
light crack cocaine, you know, diet crack cocaine, that still sounds pretty bad, right? That still sounds pretty tough. Like, I'm sure it just sounds like a joke to people that aren't affected this way, but man, there's some of us that are just wired to be fucking porn addicts, and we are struggling with this shit, man. It is tough. But the breathing exercises really help. The exercise, even light exercise, just yoga-type exercise, really helps. And it all compounds. All that stuff makes it easier to not just turn to porn. If I just didn't have Wi-Fi, if I just didn't have Wi-Fi, that would be like the final thing that I think that I could really get over this hump. But like I was saying earlier, it's just not that world. I just don't know how to do that. It would be the best argument ever for me to stop being a traveling man and to try to get my own place so I can get my own place that doesn't have the internet, that doesn't have Wi-Fi. But when I'm a traveler and I'm staying in communal places, they all have Wi-Fi. <laughs> this fucking, you know, since my credit card's going to expire, so I had to book shit quick while I still could. So I've already booked my Airbnb in Vancouver when I get back in mid-July. I'll be there till at least mid-August. And the guy already sent me the Wi-Fi password. <laughs> I won't be there for months, for like two months, and I already know the Wi-Fi password. Oh, man, oh, man. But anyway, the point is not to uh, decry my porn addiction again. The point is to mention how much breathing exercises really help. They really do. Mindfulness, you know, just... Just not letting yourself stew and sit with your problems. Just doing something, doing anything to get back on top of things. It can be as simple as mindfully breathing, and it's a, it's a real good start. Still don't see that tower. Don't know. I think I failed once again. But I'm getting into civilization, so hey, whatever, man. I'm in some weird new neighborhood that I've never been to. It was a cool walk. I feel kind of good right now. So, worked out okay. All right, going through an underpass. Thank you for listening. Goodbye. I'm almost there. I'm walking through, it's like fairgrounds, it sort of looks like, but it's shrines everywhere. It is pretty beautiful, and I'm almost at this fucking tower, which means I'm probably still 20 minutes away. It is so fucking far, man. It's like six or seven times further away than I thought it would be. Like, I would lose track of it and then find it again. This is actually pretty cool. I gotta figure out where the fuck I am. Yeah, I'd see the tower and it's like, it's not closer. How's it not closer? I've been walking for an hour. And then I'd walk for another hour, and it's like, oh, it's a little bit closer. And then walk for another hour, and like at this point, I was about ready to bail out. It's like, if I find a subway, I might just, I know I'm close, but I still, I don't see it on any, on any maps when I check Wi-Fi at 7-Eleven. I still don't know where I am or what's going on. I know I walked past Nippori Station, which is where you catch the Skyliner to the airport. And I'm somewhere near Ueno. I've been to these places before, but I don't really know how they connect. <laughs> I mean, I guess I'm still not there, really. I'm still premature, but... <sighs> At this point, I'm gonna make it, man. I'm gonna make it. I was thinking, like, 
I haven't been in a city where you can just walk like this in a long time. Oh, now I'm really close. It's not Tokyo Tower. I looked that up on a map because it's the only tower I've heard of. But this is something else. But I was thinking, I haven't been in a place where you can just walk for hours and the city never stops since New York. So that's kind of a neat feeling to just feel that again, that sense of just the insane enormity of a city, enormity, where you can just walk and walk and walk. But I like this a lot more than New York. I really just don't miss New York that much. Like, the city was stressful. The friends I had there were stressful. Not all of them, but enough of them. The girl I dated when I lived there stressed me out. Like, I had, it was the only time in my life I had like canker sores in my mouth from stress. Like every once in a while I'll get one if I don't take vitamins or something. I had like six or seven of them then. It was like my whole inner mouth was filled with these stress-related sores. It was crazy, man. I don't miss that at all. But anyway, I'm almost there. Crazy. Just so much walking through this city. And it's good because it's like I'm having to continually remind myself to do that breathing stuff because it's just so easy to forget. But it really does help. And just all this walking and like, it is good. Like, the best thing to do when you're stressed, which is easier said than done, but just not to think about it. Like, I just got to let the world flow, man. I just got to let the world take me where it's going to take me. Like, I'll go to the stupid fucking embassy and I'll sort out this shit with the passport. Like, it's going to happen. It's got to happen. Something's got to happen, right? <laughs> I mean, I'm not just going to be stranded in Tokyo. Something's going to happen, and it's probably not going to be that big a deal. So the best thing to do is, I mean, I've done everything I can. i got to wait till Monday. It's just not to think about it. And this walking and the breathing, I'm just listening to podcasts, and I'm having some times that I'm like, yeah, I feel pretty good. I'm not thinking about it. Like the worry. What's the point of the worry? There's this old, uh, this guy, Kyle Baker, who, uh, he's a comic book author. He had this old strip that was about God talking about her new creation. Like she just created humans. And she's like, Hey, check out this shit I made. Look at these guys. They fucking eat, sleep, shit and die. And one of the angels says, like, well, what the hell is so special about that? Everything you've made eats, sleep, shits, fucks, and dies. And she says, yeah, but these ones, they eat, sleep, shit, fuck, die, and they worry about it, <laughs> you know? And they crack up laughing. It's not the best joke in the world, but I've always remembered it. I read that, like, 25 years ago, and I never forgot, because it's fucking true. You obviously have to do a certain level of worrying keep your life on track but once you've done whatever you can do it's not valuable anymore <laughs> there's the fucking tower poking out of the top of some building I'm still not there I'm still not there still don't know what it is still probably further away than I think it is but I'm getting there oh and here I am I guess I've made it as far as I'm gonna make it Sumida Gawa River, and there's an overpass thing for a train. But there's people here on an observation deck just taking pictures. So, from this direction, 
on foot, this is as good as it's going to get. In the days when ferries crossed the Sumida River, there was a ferry called the Yamanoshuku no Watashi. The word Watashi means ferry. In a map printed in 1907, ferry routes blah blah blah, which is also known as the ferry route. Is the ferry and the Makurabashi Bridge, Sumida River. But no mention of this tower, man. <laughs> Apparently people come here to view cherry blossoms. Anticlimactic. Anyway, that's enough details that I'm sure you can figure out the name of this fucking thing. If you care, i got to stop chiming in. That's enough for today. I'm done. Oh, that's beautiful, though. Holy fuck. Now that I'm right by the waterfront, yeah, there's people taking pictures and video of this tower. Yeah, this river. I'm not getting over there. Ah, oh, this is awesome, though. This is really pretty. Ah, oh, fuck. Now I guess I'm just going to walk down this river until I get lost. <laughs> I don't know, it's getting late. I suppose I should get on a subway soon. Whatever, man, whatever. Alright, I made it. Adios. Hey, one more segment for this podcast that will never fucking end. So uh, I think that tower, I believe, is called... Oh, now I forget already. The Tokyo... Something about a tree? Tokyo electric tree or something like that? Really was beautiful, though. Like, that's one of those little memories I'll probably... I think will probably stick with me. Is that waterfront and the tower. But anyway... I realized it's weird that all this time I've been here now, it's been a while, and uh, it's weird that I've never missed the train before, because the last trains are really early here. Like, some of them stop before midnight, some of them stop at, like, a little after, maybe 12.30, I don't know. But, yeah, I uh, realized that it was too late that I, I missed the train. But I was like, you know what? I mean, I'm... I'm like a little bit of everything. I'm a little bit tired, but I'm not really doing that bad. I'm a little bit depressed and stressed, but it's really not that bad. My legs are a little hurting. They're getting worse, but but it's not critical yet. Man, that's one reason I really am glad, like really thankful that my family has financed this traveling while I'm still relatively young, because even at 39, like I'm noticing it. There's always one thing wrong, you know? It used to be that there was nothing wrong. <laughs> Whatever physical ailments I had, they just roll off. Now it's like there's always one thing. When the one thing heals, then there's something else. There's always one thing. And I presume that will just become two things and three things. And if I'm lucky enough to be a 90-year-old man, you know, it'll be a dozen things. It'll just be a horrible life. <laughs> but... uh but yeah, like, even this now, like, it's noticeable at 39. Once I got my own shit together and was able to pay for this type of shit myself, I mean, even just 10 years from now, it's a creepy thought, but I mean, 49? I'll just be an old man. Like, you go from middle age to old so fucking fast. I guess this is why all the trains stop so early. They're doing... 
a lot of construction on these tracks. I guess they do take a lot of maintenance. I guess that kind of makes sense. I thought it was a little weird how early all the trains stop here, but I mean, I guess with the number of trains they've got here, maintenance is fucking important. But yeah, there'd be none of this shit 10 years from now. None of this just walking for hours and then missing the final train. And I was just like, well, I guess I just got five hours till the train starts again. Guess I'll just walk around, <laughs> you know, fuck it. I don't feel that bad. I can make it kind of not the optimal night, but on the other hand, fuck it. It's still hot. It's really hot out. If I get back to the hostel, it's going to be hot in there too. And what am I going to do? You know, just lay there and be stressed out. <laughs> Whereas it is like definitely the tide is turning where I'll like, instead of constantly being worried and stressed and then having these little moments where I'm not, it's definitely flipping the other way where I'll think about going to the passport office and having to deal with all that and feel all the apprehension, but then realize like, oh, but I hadn't thought about that for like the past 20 minutes. And then I found my way, thank God for the Wi-Fi that you can get at all the 7-Elevens here. Check my little Google Maps found my way back to that train line that I followed to get here. So now I just got to follow that. Worst case scenario, follow the train line. That'll take me to OG station. And then the walk from OG to Nakaitabashi, it's still long. It's like another hour. But I know how to do it. Maybe I'll see something I recognized before then, even. It's possible. Hmm, yeah, actually, I wonder. I don't know. I guess we'll see. Although now I'm walking through a cemetery. There's some people walking their dog ahead of me, but I'm like moving away from the train track. Like you can't just follow the track. Like you can't just follow the track the whole way. So we'll see, hopefully. <laughs> hopefully this all works out. But again, whatever, man, worst case scenario. I'll just, uh, yeah, it's already quarter after one in the morning. Just walk around for another four hours until the trains start. Worst case scenario, but I mean, at this rate, like, yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure I can get home. I think I should be able to. Should stop using batteries on this phone just to make sure it doesn't die so I can keep checking at 7-Elevens to make sure I'm going the right way. Oh, fuck. <laughs> See, this is weird, like... Okay, here's like some kind of map. I don't know how to escape. Okay, I think I can get out of here. It's like the obvious exit to the cemetery is exactly the opposite of the way I want to go. It's completely away from the trains. And everywhere else is quite dark. But I think... Yeah, I think if I walk this way, I'll be all right. <laughs> This is a fucking learning experience, man. Definitely learning about the layout of this fucking city. But yeah, nights like this, like, uh, there was a night in Montreal last summer where me and my friend Brad got caught after the trains. And uh, we were pretty drunk, but we just sat in this gazebo in this park and just talked all night. 
and his Airbnb was uh, far but walkable. But we, we talked for so long that the sun was coming up. And then I found a subway station I'd never been to before, just as it was opening in the morning. And got to go home, and it was just like awesome, one of those times when you're just like, yeah, that shit all worked out. And uh, man, this one memory I'll never forget. This was in like 2005 or maybe 2006 when I lived in Vancouver and it was like kind of a tough time. I broke up with my girlfriend and it was my first serious relationship, really. First relationship at all. And uh, it was real tough, didn't take it well, very depressed. But I took this bus, I can't remember, I think I went out to see a band or something. And I had to take the night bus down Hastings, and I couldn't figure out how to get to my apartment, which was way up by, like, 41st Station. And it was raining really hard, and it's basically uphill. And it's just a long walk. But walking through that rain uphill, then I finally got back to my apartment. It was this really nice little basement apartment I had. It was, like, all to myself had its own private bathroom. It was only 550 a month. And I miss the days of the mid-2000s. Like, rent was so cheap. And peeling off all my wet clothes and taking that shower was the best feeling. Like, it just felt so good to go through that kind of, uh, you know, it's not like hardship exactly, but it's, what's the word for it? I don't know just to go through all that uncomfortableness. And then when you finally get out, it just feels so fucking good. Oh, just stepped through some cobwebs on the way into the washroom. Classic. But yeah, I assume this will be the same. When I get back, it's gonna feel good to go to bed. And it's a good way to get your mind off your problems. Oh man, I can see that tower now. <laughs> but it's like misty now, it's like foggy, so I can't see the whole outline of the tower. I can just see where it uh, has these like circles of light that go around it and it flashes occasionally. It looks really cool. There's a half moon in that creepy looking tower now in the distance. And hey, I guess that's a good thing. Now I can still use the tower, but in reverse. I just got to walk away from the tower. <laughs> oh, actually, that could really go wrong. Theoretically, though, that'll get me where I'm going. Or at least it'll get me back to the train line. All right, for the hundred uh, zillionth time, thank you again for listening. Thanks for keeping me company on this weird day. I'll talk to you next time.
still 